Always good to start with a cough. Welcome to Good Podcasting. Not going to edit that out, going to leave that in. <laughs> a cough introduction. Uh, welcome to Lord of Old Waffle. We're sweet favourite, it's Tom's mouth. Oh. And we round up all the film news, uh, trailers, and everything we've watched in that week. And this week, we were treated to the virgin speedster himself, uh... <laughs> Mr. Barry, Ar- Barry Allen, in his feature film debut, well, his own film debut, The Flash. Or is it Flash? Aye. One of the two, Katie. Those are our names, by the way, for any new listeners. I'm Ooh. Katie. And I'm Mike. <laughs> yep. And as always, we start with... Uh, oh, so funny and original. Oh, we're hilarious. We're hilarious. A <laughs> uh, quick overview of what we have this week. Only two trailers. We have uh, Craven the Hunter which was released about an hour prior to recording. Good time. Good timing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Heart of Stone, which looks like a Netflix film. Uh, we have some box office updates. Wow. Really exciting segment, box office updates. We had a better name last week, but I've forgotten it. I don't remember box that. Box office bonanza, we'll call it. Uh, the new Batman film has a director. Uh, there are some big release date changes. Uh, Netflix did an event that's called Tudum. Tudum? Yeah, I think it's because that's the noise that Netflix make you lot of a show or something goes to dumb. Well, I would say it goes to dumb. Well, yeah, but I think they say to dumb. Okay. Oh. Uh, there's some comments about uh, the future of Supergirl after the Flash, and uh, there's been a change in the ownership of the h- rights to the Incredible Hulk. Uh, and then obviously the Flash. Uh, so, but as always, Katie trivia time. Woo! Bow. To dumb. <laughs> uh, could you name me, please? Eight characters. Potential for spoilers, by the way. Uh, from The Flash. Uh, Barry. Barry. Nora. Nora, wow, okay, yeah. I assume you would say Barry's mom. I'm quite impressed with that. Thanks. Yep. You do this every week and then you compliment me. It throws me off. Oh, Barry, Nora. I compliment you too much. Batman. Mm-hmm. Um... Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, nice. Uh, who else was the Iris West? Nice, wow. Double name. They did double name her a lot, though, didn't they? Yeah, she was only yep. ever double name. Yeah, I don't think they ever just... Yeah, that is true, yeah. Uh, Barry's dad? Yes. Oh, you say eight. He's got eight, two he's more. got six. And this is really obvious one. Really oh, obvious Wonder one. Woman. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman's ass. Wonder Woman's ass is, yep, makes a key appearance in one shot. Uh, who? There's another superhero in it. Yes, I'm missing something. Dead missing obvious. a couple of obvious ones. Uh, Zod. Go. There you go. One point, and you got no points last week. So that's a big improvement. It big was a big improvement. Improve. Who was the obvious other superhero I was missing? You didn't say Supergirl. Uh, you also didn't say Young Barry. Oh bullshit! I don't 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 agree with that. You gave both Batman. Yeah, that's true. I did do a bullshit one myself. Uh, so. How many episodes of Friends were there? Oh, It's a my. random one. Oh, right. So what? At least 20 episodes a season. At least, yeah. Probably 13 seasons. I'm not going to say anything. Oh, I think that's too many. I'm not going to say anything. Let's go. Let's go for... T- well, I reckon there's at least 200 episodes. Okay. So within Christmas specials and stuff. Hmm, 213. Uh, it was 236. Oh, no point. Off. No point for you. That was good, though. Well, um, that's a 
agree to disagree. Was the nine? <laughs> was the nine seasons? Ten. Ten. Uh, could you name me from the entire DCEU seventeen characters? Oh Jesus, Mike! You can get about ten just in superheroes. Right, okay, Superman. Mm-hmm. Aquaman. Mm-hmm. The Flash. Uh, Wonder Woman. Nice. Batman. Yep. Bruce Wayne. Nope. <laughs> uh, Barry's mum and dad. Okay, I'm going to allow those two. <laughs> Just start putting my foot down with some others, though. Zod. Zod. Um, You're at eight. I'm at eight. I'm at eight. Uh, nine to go. Oh, Shazam guy, the Shazam guy. Yeah, really incredibly annoying Shazam guy, yeah. Oh, what's his annoying friend called? Freddy? No, Freddy's not annoying. Freddy's cool. Well, he's not cool, Mike. That's ten you're up to. Ten. Oh, there's fucking loads of them in that film. Don't just focus on Shazam. Don't focus on the franchise you don't like. Yeah, I don't know. Don't like many of them, though. Again, you're missing out some really, really obvious ones. Harley Quinn? Yep. Joker? Yep. Peacemaker? Yep. 13. Four to so go. Well. I'm going to give you a minute. Oh, shit. No. Otherwise, it's just dead air. <laughs> uh, Amanda Waller? Amanda Waller. Yeah, good one. Um, fuck. Clock is starting to tick. No, Clock it's is not starting fair. to tick. Oh, it is, though. It is, though. I'm going to need something. I've got nothing something. to give. You out? You tapping out? You put me under pressure when you do that. Now I can't think. So yeah, I have to be out. Mm, you lose again. Ooh. Just give me. A, just tell Ooh. me a couple. I could have said. Uh, you could have said Lois Lane. You Bitch. could have said Alfred. You could have said uh, Lex Luthor. Okay, fine. Maybe that. Uh, okay, trailers. I pick what we talk about first. Let's go Craven the Hunter. Uh, I was, well, we watched the non-Red Band trailer first, because that was the only one that got released. And then we watched the Red Band trailer. I think it looks pretty good, the Red Band one. I think the fighting looks good. I like that it's violent. At one point, he puts a bear trap on a guy's face. <laughs> Always fun. Uh, Always fun, yeah. There's the obligatory spider reference. At one point, he's just <laughs> surrounded by loads of spiders. Uh, spiders like. look funny. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, 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 it's, it's just another thing of... it's. A villain who they're gonna try and make sympathetic and a hero, and I don't know what their end game with this universe is, but I think this is the one I'm most excited for out of all of them. Yeah, I think it. I thought it looked really good. I do. I have the same reservations that mm-hmm. I want him to just be a pure villain. Yeah, because they've changed his well, his powers and stuff a bit as well. Because in this, it looks like he gets his power from a, a, a blood of a lion mixing mm. with his blood, and in the comics, I think uh, most times he's just a hunter who hunts everything and it gets you get so good at hunting that like animals stop being a challenge then he starts hunting people oh. and then that stops being a challenge and then he finds he's spider-man and he's like hey, that's my greatest hunt because if i can kill him i've killed everyone basically who's worth killing i definitely share your reservations now about it bullshit he's not he's an anti-hero yeah i do like the look of his dad being just a massive bastard yeah. He was like, well, you didn't shoot the lion, so I am going to leave you to die. <laughs> and I mean, like, wow. That's on you. <laughs> so if anything, you should say sorry to me. Well, I want the film about that. I want to watch the film about his dad then. 
Well, it looks like, just from the look of it, I think we'll get a lot of flashbacks. No, that's not what I mean. I want, I want a villain. That's what I'm trying to oh. say. Oh. Well, I think it still would work if it... You could, like, I don't mind you explaining why he's a villain, but then still have him go and try and kill Spider-Man and stuff. Don't just have him like yeah, fight, the, be a villain and the, fight the rhino. So then like, is, is just another Spider-Man villain going to be killed by another Spider-Man villain? No, because but that's what I thought, that they were going to introduce rhino or whatever. So it's this, he's the villain, but there's someone worse than him in it. Yeah, so that's what he'll do. Yeah, off. like yeah. in Venom 2, he fought Carnage. Yeah. But what I'm saying is when they eventually bring like a Spider-Man into this universe... There'll be going to be loads of characters off the table because they've already been killed just by other bad guys who maybe aren't bad guys now. Yeah, well, yeah. Because, like, yeah. Carnage is dead. Venom ate Carnage. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of who the bad guy was in Morbius. Matt Smith's dead. I mean, is yeah. there any point if we can't see Spider-Man fight Matt Smith? <laughs> is there any <laughs> point? I want to see that. Who's going who's gonna to do a shirtless dance? Raven doesn't look like he's got it in him. Maybe Russell Crowe. Be he could do a good shirtless dance, definitely. Definitely. That could be part of his backstory before he's a villain. I would like that. I'd like that a lot. <laughs> what about... Um, I mean, it's a good cast as well. I do really like Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Yeah. Uh, I like that Russell Crowe's uh, last two superhero roles have just been him doing a funny accent. <laughs> he was... Uh, was he Zeus? Yes, he was Zeus. In Thunder and Thunder. And he was like, oh, we do orgies and stuff. Terrible. And now he's like, oh, my son's a pussy. <laughs> Leave him to die. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent voice reference. Thank you. Mike. Thank you. I'll do my Vin Diesel later if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, yeah, I think... Yeah, it good. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, I'm intrigued. I, the one shot of Rhino's arm that we got also looked really good. Yeah. I'm very intrigued to see how that looks because The Amazing Spider-Man 2 just did him in like a big metal suit, didn't they? And oh. it was Paul Giamatti. Um... So I don't think we've actually seen a live-action rhino just be a big, like, mutated rhino man. So that's going to be, be, gonna be make or make break, I think. Good, yeah. If that looks stupid, we'll talk about it later, about how some CGI uh, can really take you out of a film. Yes. Um, there's been a couple of examples of that this year. Uh, yes. But well, moving on. Moving swiftly. Oh, wait. It's out in October as well. So it should have, like, a bit of a clean slate uh, Doing quite well, and it it will probably make more money than the Flash. I'll put my I'll put a bet on that right now. It will outgross the Flash, and the fact that a universe called Spum is doing better than DC is baffling. I can't even staggering. Ask you what that means. I can, I'm excited to talk about the box office numbers, um, because box office bonanza, crazy. Heartstone, like uh, oh, right. So for any non-English listeners, a B tech is something you can do in this country that for all intents and purposes is kind of like an A-level, but not. And so there's a thing in this country of saying, like a B-Tech something is something but slightly worse than the original thing. To me, yeah. this is B-Tech Mission Impossible. I, that is so funny that you said that, because that is the exact thing that I thought as yes. watching the trailer. We, I re- well, we both watched Flash recently, or Flash, mm-hmm. who knows, and the Mission Impossible trailer was on. Mm-hmm. And I thought, Kind of the same thing that I thought for this. Like, that is just not my cup of tea for a film. But watching the Mission Impossible trailer, I was like, oh, wow, those are some impressive shots. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tom Cruise is doing good stunts there. Doing everything wow. you see. <laughs> Literally everything. I'm yeah. interested. It's not my personal bag, but that looks good. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. And then I watched this and thought, that's not my personal cup of tea. And it looks bad. Yeah. Uh, there's a very stab, funny. Stab both bad. There's a really bit that made a bit that made me laugh. Uh, it's like 
before she does the light up parachute bit. She like does a little jump over a tiny little wall and then like flops down a snow hill. Mm. And at first I was like, is she dead? <laughs> yes, I thought, did she tend to skid down? Yeah, because it doesn't make it choice. look like it's a jump and slide. It makes it look like she's fucked up the jump. <laughs> she lands quite hard on the snow and like tumbles down. And then no, I think it does look like a jump and slide, but just totally inappropriate. Like you're in the middle of the fu- a fucking snow. Wait, yeah, but she knows mountain. that a parachute's down there. But She's in the middle the of a snow mountain. Whatever, Mike. <laughs> why is her parachute mountain. just lying on the, in the mountain? They should have called this film Heart of Snow Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it what I want. Uh, yeah, it's just another kind of vague agency. There's also a funny bit where... There's it's a vague action film, isn't it? Where, like, it? Yeah, it starts with a voiceover like, oh, you can't have family, you can't have friends. And as it says you can't have friends, it cuts to a shot of her like, in a bar with three friends, like, clearly just having a laugh. Yeah, the whole film is clearly <laughs> about them being... I don't know, too good of friends? And oh, Jamie Dornan's going to be a bad guy. Oh, That's yeah. Very obvious from the trailer. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, will they, won't they? I fancy this man who's uh, a, a, a dominator. Is that what he was in Fifty Shades of Grey? Um, it's a timely reference. <laughs> I mean, I think... I was going to call him a dominatrix, but that's not a man thing, is it? What's the word for a man one? Oh, fucking asshole. A Mr. Grey. Uh, but he's going to do an evil Mr. Well, yeah, Grey. so it's like, you can't have friends, whatever, and they've obviously in a very high up position with some secret government agency that they probably won't find anything the, the so, oh, oh, I can't think what the name of it was. They did say it. So how would how would they in the situation when they're full of friends and Jamie Dolan's going to be betray them all, be a bad guy? Because he's been betraying them all all along. But like, oh, I don't know. Because he, wait for it, has a heart of stone. Mic drop. Mike, drop. There's nothing else to say beyond that. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it, it doesn't look terrible. I actually think no. some bits look quite impressive. All the bits where, like, Gal Gadot and stuff's on a motorbike, I think, looks quite good, because you can tell that's an actual stunt. It's obviously probably not her, but it's done for real. Um, yeah, there's just a few of these now. There's Chris Hemsworth has one. He has the Extraction franchise on Netflix mm-hmm. um, that we'll talk about in a bit, because there was some news from Tadum. Uh yeah, I just think it's, like you said, falling into that vague category of okay film that yeah. doesn't really give the world anything. Yeah, well, I think you can tell it's trying to be Mission Impossible when at the very start it's like from one yeah. executive producer of Mission Impossible. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't worry, it, someone, someone's involved. They just did the catering, but they're, they're here now, don't worry. <laughs> it's going to be exactly the same. Um yeah. Oh, like nowhere near as bad as some of the worst Netflix trailers we've seen. Nowhere near no, as no. bad as Bird Box Barcelona. No. This one wasn't just called like Spies Australia. <laughs> like at least <laughs> this one, they put a little bit of thought into the name at least, and so for that, I'm happy. We're grateful. Yeah. Uh, that is out in August, so they're giving it a big blockbuster release date to watch at home on your mobile, <laughs> whilst <laughs> you whilst you chop onions or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> uh, news. Let's should we start with box office bonanza? Okay, so, um, The Flash, on a reported budget of at least $220 million, uh, and a big old marketing budget, which, I mean, conservatively, people are saying $100 million, but I think definitely more. So we're saying, um, what, $320? W- w- apparently, it needs to make at least $600 million to break even. Because I don't really understand the way box office numbers work, but I did what, a, I did a bit of reading into this. And apparently it needs to make 400, yeah, yeah, no, so it, it needs to make 600 million to break even. And um, in its first weekend, 
it made. I'm trying to get this exactly right, but the uh, pressure's getting to me. Oh, pressure's getting to me. This is just domestically. Domestically, it came in at. Oh shit! I don't have it. Right, let's start with Pixar's Elemental. No, my. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you fill time. You talk about uh, talk about how much you love. I'm gonna try and rationalize out loud the six hundred million pounds. Okay. Wait, well, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find well, it. I'm let gonna me find talk it. then. So what you said to me before, if I could, a film costs twenty million to make, mm-hmm. you have to double it. Yeah. Because of marketing and random spending shit like that that is normally the rule yes but i don't know i just i don't quite understand it and i had it ready and then i've opened my phone and it's gone and i can't remember who tweeted it but i had the tweet it was all ready to go this is oh be jesus oh be jesus oh be but jesus. so on that logic if it did cost 220 million to make let's mm-hmm. say which it did yeah estimated well, estimated, yeah. So that's estimated four, four hundred forty million spending overall. Yes. At least. Yes. All right. Let me pause this. I'm gonna pause it and I'm gonna find it. Back in one minute. Found it. Took me no time at all. So the Flash is now projected. This is to end its box office run. This isn't what it got into in the weekend, but we'll get into it. It's projected to end based on its four-day opening. Its worldwide box office run, according to current projections, will be under $350 million, which would be less than Black Adam, The Eternals, which opened during COVID, Black Widow, which opened during COVID, and Uncharted. Uh, wow. Warner Bros., according to that, will lose at least $300 million on this movie. Um, wow. Yes. $300 million. It's crazy. Those um, numbers are crazy. In its opening weekend, it made 40... No, its first three days, I think it made 45 million, um, which, again, is so slow. So slow. And for a film about a speedy guy as well, very funny. What do we think this is, then? Obviously, we've talked before about the problematic nature of Ezra Miller being top-billed cast, so we won't Mm -hmm. divulge into all... Yeah, horribleness again. I think this is. I think that's obviously a massive problem. People don't want to support them. Yeah, um, but, but beyond th- that, and they couldn't do any press. Obviously, the studio were like, right. So uh, I think Sasha Kale, I think she's called. Or it might be pronounced Callie, but I'm not sure. Who is Supergirl? It mm. was pretty much on her to do like all the press, and she's not a big name. I think Michael Keaton did some, but also like the all the talk shows in America. You know, your Jimmy Kimmel's, your. Uh, mm-hmm. The other ones, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, yeah. the others, they're all shut down at the minute because of the writer's strike. So oh. like a big thing of normally promoting a big blockbuster would be you'd get, yeah, you'd go, you'd, go. And, and then that like might go viral on Twitter and people see it and say, oh yeah, that's out or whatever. Um, right. So, and I, I also think, and just taking this film into a whole, uh, just this film, right, regardless of the further DCU and everything. I just think the CGI is so jarring. Yep. Um, and that is enough for me. That's one of the contributors of Hundred Spend, which we'll go into further when we review it. But, but Mike, how can they spend that much money and the CGI be that bad? Well, that's I, what I don't get. No, yeah. I'm not it's, not blaming people who work on it. I'm sure they were oh no. horrible, disgusting pressures, and that's why it looks the way it looks. 
well, not the people who yeah. work on it necessarily at all. No, it's not. It's not. So, but I don't understand how the budget can be so high. Mm-hmm. And it can and be in development for so um, long. I mean, I, I don't get it fully, but surely a huge chunk of that budget in a, in a superhero film must be going on CGI and stuff. Well, yeah, and should be. Like that. And half of it, I think, looks good. I think all the Batman stuff looks good. Like, mm-hmm. they were really prioritizing Batman over, you know, its titular hero. Um, I think we should go more into the proper specifics of the well, CGI yes. and stuff when we review it, just because there's some stuff that I will have to say that I don't want to spoil yet. Um, but I also just think, when we're talking about why it's done so badly, to come out months ago and say, oh, by the way, uh, we're resetting this universe. So this universe that no one particularly loves anyway. That it has its diehard fans. It has the... Yeah. They, they love yeah, all the Zack Snyder stuff and what he built. Um, but then for generic audiences, general audiences, people who are like, oh, I'll go and see that if it looks good. They've just been burnt by these. And I think like Suicide Squad 1, mm-hmm. Justice League, the theatrical cut. I think those two had probably already put the nail in the coffin. And then Wonder Woman 2 came out, and it was like, oh, well, Wonder Woman 1 was good. That was shit as well. Mm, yeah. Then Black Adam, he's going to change the hierarchy of power in the DC universe. That doesn't make any money. Shazam 2 is one of the lowest superhero grosses ever, I think, for like a big dramatic release. And then also, even regardless of how much the, 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 the fact that this is, this one's irrelevant, because the universe is being rebooted, they overhyped it so much. Yeah. James Gunn, who has made three excellent superhero films, four excellent superhero films, came out and said it was one of the best superhero films he's ever seen. And I it's can't just, believe he's just that. not. That puts very little faith in him moving forward. Really. I, I, it's, it's made me really question him because I, I don't understand how he can be editing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and watching it and going, like, this is a really good film. And then go and watch The Flash and go, well, yeah, well, this is great as well. Like, I don't. I just don't get it. And then like, there was the desperation of like they were getting celebrities to tweet about it. Like um, Stephen King was like, just did a tweet like, oh, I don't normally like superhero movies, but I was invited to watch The Flash and I quite liked it. <laughs> they, they did uh, public screenings for free so like the diehard fans could go and watch it a month before it came out to try and generate positive word of mouth. But positive, the word of mouth that came out of it was mixed. And also they lost all the diehard fans because they probably saw yeah. it once and were like, that's a bad move. Just like everything, step by step, it's been super weird. Um, Jesus. And I mean, this is Warner Brothers, who also sunk the Fantastic Beasts franchise as well. That like, off, yeah. just the, the, the amount of money they must have lost in this last two years was the Fantastic Beasts 3 come out last year. No, it's not the old This is three of them. Yeah, there's Fantastic oh, the Beasts. Chilling one. The chilling, yeah, that picks the president. The little deer that picks the wizard president. <laughs> <laughs> no voting in, visit- in Wizard World. It's just that little deer picks you. Oh, ridiculous. So ridiculous. Oh, but yeah, it's just, I think yeah, it's a combination of... it came out. That is crazy. So in the last year, they've flop-wise, they've had that, Black Adam, Shazam, and now The Flash. Did Warner Brothers do Don't Worry Darling as well? I think no. they did. I think they've had five flops in a row. That's crazy. How do I find out who, what they've put in? What company? Uh, yeah. In? That is there. Staggering. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't see. Because they've got this still to come. Blue Beetle and Aquaman Two, The Lost Kingdom. I think it's called. If I was them now, I'd be tempted to just stick them straight on Max or something. Like I just, I 
They haven't even released a trailer for Aquaman 2 yet, and it's out at Christmas. Yeah, it was last week. Wow. But, like, what would, would you do? Would you still release them? Well, I suppose if you put them in cinemas, you do all the, have to do the all marketing. The marketing, yeah. Or if, if you, you just stick them on HBO Max, I don't understand how that makes money, but surely. It might just, it might be yeah, a positive word of mouth, might attract some viewers, and you might, I don't know, it just I seems. Think there's no point not releasing them because then it, it is complete madness. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not so saying to wipe them. The yeah, I would, I would never say wipe them like they did Batgirl. I think that's always wrong. Yeah. However, the quality of the film. And like Blue Beetle and Aquaman too could both be great. Because I think we, Blue Beetle we say looks that, good. Like, like the yeah. film, but someone's gonna like it. That's so. what I mean. Yeah, I think Blue Beetle looks good. I just think opening think Blue oh, and that good. opens. I think that opens in like a month or something. And oh, on the back of the Flash, I just think that I saw a tweet that someone had put like, "I can only see it now. No matter how good Blue Beetle is, it will be the lowest grossing comic book movie of the year, and potentially of all time." And I just think people have gone into the Flash and gone, "Fuck me, this is." They're saying this is the greatest one ever. It's not. A month later, we get another one that most people haven't heard of, character-wise. Mm. I, I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah. And then the, we haven't I mean, had maybe they were hoping that they were all amazing and we're going to make loads of money, and then they released Blue Beetle, and we're like, oh, that other DC film's really good, you know. Oh. I think, yeah, I think that's why they're doing them so close together, because it just... But I don't, so get, I don't get it, Mike. There's so many people involved with all these films. How is no one saying... Well, this isn't great. Well, they have, haven't they? Because that's why they've brought in James Gunn, but they've just done it too little too late, and they've got to release four films in the same year as well, which is a lot for any studio. Yeah. At its peak, Marvel was doing that. I don't even know if Marvel did that. Marvel might have done three a year at its peak. Yeah. Four a year is a hell of a lot. Yeah. And just, yeah. All from, like, when did Shazam 2 come out? March to December, so it's, like, less than a year. Why have why they been released earlier? Uh, they were all pushed back because of all the studio changes because this film itself went through several changes including the end scene changed a lot which we'll talk about when we review it again um, and we'll probably come back to more of this when we review it but it's just yeah you got any more box I do I have uh, did you know the film Elemental came out this weekend oh did you know nice. that nope just not been marketed at all has it Oh, Disney like doing it. No, it's Disney not Disney, like it's Pixar, Pixar isn't it? Yep. Um, like cost 200 recently. million to make. <gasps> uh, 29.5 million domestically in its opening weekend. <gasps> Lowest Pixar opening in history. Um, but I'm just going to show you this. This is like a screenshot from it. Now compare that to Puss in Boots and uh, Spider-Verse and even like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer. It just doesn't look very good. Yeah. It feels like with Pixar, they do like, oh, wouldn't it be interesting if like fire and water became friends? Uh, m- not always. This is recently. And they're like, yeah, that'd be a good concept. And then they just build a, the same script around an interesting concept. Yeah. It's always like a bit of a road trip. It's always unlikely friends. It's always... Yeah, boring. Yeah, I don't know. Like, And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, don't worry, though. We're doing Toy Story 5 soon. It's like, no, just like give us something completely fresh. It was yeah. something really original. Um, they really need to change up their animation style as well. They say like they were so yeah, ahead of the game. Through. They were so General ahead of the game. Early two thousands to mid two thousands. The water elemental just looks like Sully. Yeah. And the fire looks terrible. Yeah. I the mean, the water looks terrible as well. But yeah, it's it's poor when you compare it to the Spider-Verse came out in the same month and Puss in Boots came out at the start of the year. It's yeah. It's yeah. a bizarre one. Um and. It does not bode particularly well 
for the future of Pixar, who, as I said, are relying are on they? Inside Out 2 yeah, and Toy Story 5. Anyway. And Toy Story 5, which was confirmed, is another bit of news. It's going to bring Buzz and Woody back, but they went their separate ways at the end of 4. Woody became like a street toy with Bo Peep. Yeah. Like a, 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 a funny if he comes back and he's just tough as nails, he's full of tattoos. <laughs> he's time on the streets funny. changed him. He's got like to- Toby Maguire, Spider Man 3, uh, bad guy hair. Yeah, that would be so <laughs> funny. Um, right, more news. Let's move on to. So, The Flash was direct. Are you still looking at pictures of Elemental? I'm just, I can't believe it, Mike. I've just searched on Twitter and it's like a little gif like, from the film. It's it's honestly awful. It's one of the worst animations I've ever seen. I can tell she just what she hasn't been listening for so long. She's been I'm, staring at her phone. I'm I'm lost for words. Maybe I'm being harsh. I'm, I'm not being harsh. I'd rather watch Sid in the original Toy Story again. <laughs> it's just that so, it's just like it's like they were like, okay, we've done this. People like it. We've kind of perfected it. With maybe Wally's probably the best looking one. Maybe Coco's really good look. Like, uh, yeah. And then they've just been like, yeah, we don't need to advance this anymore. And other yeah. people have advanced it, and now it's like the kind of bottom of the pile. Yeah, um, it's awful. I'm seeing a lot of people actually when I was just looking and scrolling through Twitter very generically, very quickly. People seem to like it and said it was done a disservice. Oh, 100% has been. I think um, yeah, the last shame, three that. or four have. There was, well, yeah, they all are. What was there? There's been Soul, there's been one called Turning Red. They like, and then so they dropped so many straight on uh, streaming. streaming. And like the head of Pixar or something came out and was like, "Oh yeah, well families, you know, are less inclined to go and see it now that they know it's going to go on Disney Plus at some point." And it was like the Mario film made one point five billion this year. Hmm. That was going to go on something at some point. It's just, yeah, it's, it's just not, not a case that. of yeah. Puss in Boots didn't make any money, and it's like opening weekend, but just through word of mouth and staying in cinemas for two months because it was so good, it ended up making a lot. Like yeah, it it's just baffling to me that they're like, "Oh well." People know it's going to go on Disney Plus, so that must be the reason why it's like, no, you haven't marketed any of your films well. You put a, you put loads of la- uh, no, money into life. Yeah, as well. I mean, it's not yeah. suitable for everyone. Obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and you can't do it every weekend or whatever. But yeah. if a film looks good, most people will be like, that's worth it. We'll get to go out as a, you know, watch it with it's everyone. A nice treat, yeah. yeah, it's the best way to watch a film. Um, but I mean, I think it feels like they sunk loads of money into the market in a light year, like loads. That was everywhere. That didn't work. So then they've gone. Should, never should we do try? That again. Yeah, should we try not marketing one? <laughs> and they've gone. That <laughs> do don't work either. <laughs> that don't work either. But that one didn't cost us anything. So <laughs> yes. So let's do that. Uh, and it's not a good plan if you're listening to Pixar. Uh, market your films. Yeah, please. It's it's, it's wild, but give it a chance. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> um, Batman: The Brave and the Bold is going to be another new Batman in the future. At some point, I want to say 2026, and uh, Andy Machete, who directed The Flash, who I think did a good job with it. He also directed It Chapter 1 and It Chapter 2. He's a director I really like. Uh, He's going to be directing Batman, The Brave, and The Bold. And again, we can talk about this. Uh, I think if one thing The Flash film showed, it's that he will be very good at directing Batman. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. All the Batman. It's like he wanted to make a Batman film, and they were like, you've got to call it The Flash. And he was like, oh, Hmm. (laughs) what? Fine, fine, but I'm putting two Batman in it. Fine then, go on, Andy, <laughs> go on. <laughs> uh, so I think that I think that's a good choice. I just think I for just me, have Batman fatigue, Mike. That's it. And for me, I think if I was DC, I'd say get Aquaman out, and then I'd say like, right, let's just give everyone two years. Yeah. Let's not put anything out. Let's just 
really, a really bit of let's distance ourselves from that. Kind of like what Star Wars did. Star Wars did that not very good trilogy. Then they focused on TV for years, like four years. And then now they're being like, okay, now we're going to start doing a film a year again. And it's like, yeah, that's good. You've got to wash the bad taste out of people's mouth. Yeah. But, you know, keep Move the on. IP alive in some way. Make a TV show. Do, do something to keep people talking about it. And slowly get the positivity on board by making one good thing a year, one good TV show a year. Then bring it back to cinemas. But if you just go like, Aquaman 2 bombed, Blue Beetle bombed, The Flash bombed, Shazam bombed, here's Superman. A year later, people are going to be like, oh, what? No. Yeah. And I tell you what, if that first Superman film does bomb, I could just see him pulling the plug on it. Like James Gunn's big universe plan. They can't just keep throwing money <laughs> into the well, bin. Yeah, they can't, <laughs> can they? Um, we have a lot and a lot of release date changes. Um, so, the Marvel, to start with, essentially everything coming up has had its date changed. Uh, essentially everything other than Deadpool has moved backwards. Deadpool, mm-hmm. which is filming at the minute, has been brought forward six months. <gasps> uh, that will now release in May 3rd, 2024. On May 3rd. I said in May 3rd. And then I realised it was wrong, but I was too far into my sentence. <laughs> we'll release. You fixed on, it, it's fine. Breezy, on, light and breezy. On May 3rd, uh, Deadpool 3. It's filming during the writing strike because they can just edit uh, new lines in because he'll have a mask on. Captain America 4. New World Order, is it called now? No, it's called Brave New World. Yes. That's the new name. Uh, that has been pushed back to August 26th, 2004. Thunderbolts has been pushed back to December 20, 2024. So you see, so that's like what I mean. That's a good year of Marvel films, I think, as well. And that's only three in a year. That's not throwing four bombs on the screen. Uh, Blade will be Feb 14th, 2025. That one has been pushed back so many times. Kind of feels like that one's never going to come out now. Uh, Fantastic Four, May 2nd, 2025, which isn't that far away, so you still don't have a cast. No. Uh, Avengers Kang Dynasty uh, has been pushed back to May 1st, 2026, which I imagine is not only because of the writer's strike, but also because... Jonathan Majors. Are they going to recast Kang? Yeah. Um, it's gone very quiet on that. Yeah. Um, must be getting some... Yeah. Uh, must be looking into that. Yes. Uh, and Avengers Secret Wars has been pushed back to May 7th, 2027. Because the original plan at one point was to be like, oh, we'll release Kang Dynasty. And then we'll be Secret Wars six months later. It's like, no, leave at least a year between them to build a bit of hype. Don't just be like, by the way, the next one's out next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, give a bit of breathing room so we can see that, like it, watch on DVD maybe, build up a bit of DVD sales, and then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's some good news for Sonic, though. <gasps> Sonic 3 is coming out in December 2024. Woo! And remember, we've talked talk about this on Waffle. It was going to be Battle of the Blue People because it was going to be facing off against Avatar 3. Oh, yeah. Um, James Cameron and Avatar blinked first. They've moved. <laughs> <laughs> They've moved a full year away from Sonic. It's very fucking wise that they did as well. <laughs> you know your place, Avatar. Uh, no, they've all been pushed back. Below Sonic. <laughs> Silver medal, if you're lucky. Uh, so Avatar 3 has been pushed back a year to Defe- December 2025. Jesus. And uh, the fifth one has been pushed back three years <gasps> from 2028 to 2031. Wow, how it's crazy does that sound? Crazy, and it's like a tw- it'll make it a 24-year franchise, I think, for wow. five films, which is crazy. 
It's like what? But Mike, they've built a lot of fucking suspense in between. Them. Oh, they have, yeah. And they've you made can't... a shitload of money, yeah. and I'm sure they will continue to. It wouldn't surprise me if they get pushed back more and more as well. Yeah. I still think technology will advance, like and they'll want to change I don't know it. how much I'd like it if I watched it again. I still haven't seen it yet. It's bad, that, isn't it? So yeah. we run a film podcast. I know. I have seen it, really. That was a joke. <laughs> I like the blue people. No, but no, I would have gone and watched Sonic first anyway, so <laughs> I'm yeah. quite I catch up with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it wasn't the other way around. I yeah. Absolutely. Blowing my toys out of the old pram. Uh, I'm going to round off uh, Flash News Roundup. Uh, Sasha Kell, Supergirl, said that she has spoken to uh, the higher-ups at DC about a future. So, may well be back in some capacity in the new universe. Personally, I think she was very good in the role, but I just wouldn't keep old actors in the roles because I just think there's such a bad association with them now. I would, I would completely fresh start. And again, to like get rid of Henry Cavill, who was never the problem, but then be like, everyone else can come back. I mean, exactly. Andy Machete has been talking about Flash sequels with Ezra Miller in, which I just don't think there's any way that happens. Well, The Flash won't get a sequel now, let's be honest. So that, solves that, solves that problem altogether. Um, the Incredible Hulk. Big green guy, isn't he? What are his shorts, though? Police. Nope. Yes, they are. Well, they're not. They're just denim. not. They're not purple. Oh, shit, yeah. And they're definitely not denim. But he'd have such crotch rub. He'd yeah. be chafed red raw. I think he might wear denim in the Marvel. That would explain why he's so angry all the time, to be fair. I mean, I hate wearing jeans, so I support that. And imagine with his big, thick thighs as well on a hot day. Like, sweaty from fighting the so bad guys. Um, I'm almost 100% certain he doesn't wear denim shorts, though. If you just Googled the Hulk denim. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've not put denim on the end. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the rights to the Incredible Hulk. Oh, she's still not listening because she's Googling the Hulk denim. Hey, I am finding many pictures of him wearing denim. Is he in the Hulk or is he in Bruce Banner form? He's not, is he? He's in Bruce Banner form. Okay. Bruce Banner wears jeans. Bruce Banner's a stylish geezer. Yeah. Okay, moving on. So the rights to that have been held by 20th Century Fox. No, not was it? No, Universal held the rights, which is why we haven't had a standalone Hulk film since The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. Yeah. Uh, on June fifteenth, they officially reverted back to Marvel. Oh. With, which is why Incredible Hulk has now gone on Disney Plus. So. Ah, right. Very likely there'll soon be an announcement of we're going to do a Hulk film. They've basically just been with waiting Bruce, them out, um, yeah. Not with Bruce Banner, can't remember what the actual Matt, Matt Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I th- they would have done one by now, a hundred percent. Anyway, uh, that's yeah. why they've like kind of shoehorned him in. Not shoehorned him in because he's a big part in him, but like in Thor Ragnarok, for example, and yeah. stuff like that. It's just a way around it, so they can keep the character busy than just being an Avengers film, but never get to do. Which I'm excited for. I think he deserves his own film. Oh, Because like he's like the only main line Avenger now who hasn't had their own film. If you don't include the Incredible Hulk, mm-hmm. we've done a drink one commentary on it. I think it's better than people give it credit for, and it's yeah. fun to drink to. Uh, to dumb. Uh, it's just not the noise. It's just not no. That wasn't even me. That was a recording. Oh. That was a recording from a Netflix show. Well, damn, blab it. And it was a recording from Heart of Stone Three, Stoniest <laughs> Heart. <laughs> to dumb. <laughs> Uh, let's start with Stranger Things news, because Stranger Things is the best. Woo. Uh, Linda Hamilton, uh, Sarah Connor herself, joining the cast of season five. Very excited. Very good cast. Keeps up the thing of like them getting one iconic 80s person in. 
the yeah, she's had nice. Winona Ryder season one and every other season, but she was like the one. Then we had uh, Bob, who's Sean Astin, obviously Mikey from the Goonies. Yep. Then we had season three. Who was the season three one? Oh, Brain Fog. Brain Fog. Is it? Leaving with it. Season four was uh, Freddy Krueger himself. <laughs> Roger England? Is that his name? Roger England. Robert. Roger or Robert. One of the two. Uh, and there was someone in season three. I will think of it and it will wind me up later. Um, but I'm not going to go on about it. And uh, they released, you, they actually had the cheek to release a logo. Like, oh my God, can you believe it? It's the same Stranger Things logo that's always been, but with a big red five behind it. Just like the logo for four was that with a big red four behind it. The logo three was that with a big red three behind it. Shocking. Crazy. People waited up for that. <laughs> <laughs> it was on in Brazil, like watching it at crazy time zone. <laughs> so underwhelmed. Uh, we got a little bit on you. Pen Badgley said that season five will tie up his loose ends. Uh, which I think might mean, like, bring back Jenna Ortega, bring back, you know, the kid from season one. Because like, quite a lot oh. of people know he's a bad bloke, and now that he's rich, it could be like a blackmail scenario. It could be like a... Which I'd be quite interested in. I think that's... Mm. If you're going to do a fifth season, that's quite an interesting way to go with it. Yeah. Um, There were stills released from Avatar The Last Airbender live action series. Ooh. Uh, they look quite good. I haven't shown them you because I don't think you've seen the original. Just the, the cartoon? Yeah, the kid with the arrow the on his cartoon, head. And, yeah. Oh, well, it looks really good. I'll show you them later. Or you oh. can Google, Google them on your phone now. Uh, but they look really I good. Did, I wasn't like a relentless watch of the oh, cartoon, I loved it. but I did I watch really it. loved it. And they had some good PS2 games as well. Really good PS2 games. Uh, I think it looks good. I think it's... You just got to hope it's better than the film of that. That, was, that is such a bad... Is it? Oh, that'd be a good drink on commentary, you know. Would That's it? just popped into my head. It, the film is one of the worst I've ever seen. It's, really? it's so bad. Um, oh, that's good. It yeah. Good. Uh, obviously, we've got Heart of Stone trailer. Uh, I think anything else big. Uh, Chris Hemsworth confirmed that Extraction 3 is in the works. Extraction 2 has just come out. I've seen like, the odd clip of it. It looks quite good. Is this what made you think of it when we talked about Heart of Stone before? Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> because it's just his action franchise. Like, this will be Gal Gadot's. Netflix no, action franchise. there's nothing franchise. wrong with an action franchise. Ryan Gosling has his. To... Ryan Gosling was in the one where Chris Evans was the baddie. Uh, what was that oh, one called? Oh, The Grey Man? The Grey Man, yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has his with that The Rock, bad. Red Notice. Everyone gets a Netflix action franchise. True, yeah. <laughs> giving him out for fun. <laughs> Red Notice was so popular like, that people are still watching it on the TV. Oh, now. yeah. We've got it on the background. That's all we ever watch. Yeah. Sometimes I'll, we'll have been out for a while and I'll come home and our dog's watching it. Don't know how she got it on. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and that about rounds up the news, which means, ta-dum, time for reviews. It's time for The Flash, and it's time for Katie's quickfire questions, which is even more fitting today, because The Flash is quick. Go, go, go. Was it too long? Yes. Script, visuals, or soundtrack? I'm gonna, well, script or soundtrack? <laughs> I'm not even going to give you visuals as an option. Even soundtrack? Yeah. Uh, better or worse than you expected? Ooh. Yeah, I kind of I thought it would be at least good. Uh, just because of everyone's hype. The best act for second or third. I think there's com- a comfortable one there. Oh, I don't know, second? Yeah, that's what I'd say. Uh, best performance. It's an interesting one. Um, I did like Supergirl. I thought she was good. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton was good, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
give you a sleep pill. Yes. Okay. Uh, I agree with most of it. So, uh, the story. Spoilers from the get-go. Yes. But, if you do um, not want spoilers, do not carry on. Because there's so much to talk about here. So, I'll give a brief plot. Yeah. And then we'll get into very specific details. It's going to be a long review, so I'll strap in. Uh, so, Barry Allen. It's been the Flash. He uh, is a virgin, as mentioned. His dad is in jail for allegedly killing his mom. Um, but Barry's like, he didn't kill my mom. He was buying tomatoes for a saw. He was buying a tin of chopped tomatoes, which is a very funny detail. But mm. they just keep going about this chopped tomatoes tin and stuff. And time travel, all revo- time travel all resolves around tomatoes, which is very funny. Um, and Batman's like, don't travel back in time. You'll fuck things up. And Barry's like, okay, I won't. And then he immediately travels back in time. And he cha- he fucks everything up immediately. Uh, he travels back in time. He's trapped himself by running backwards. Yes, which and the CGI is so funny. He gets into like a little arena thing, and he like watches his life play back before him as he runs backwards. But instead of using footage from the films and stuff, they use like CGI people. Like we see shirtless Henry Cavill, but it's not oh. just a screenshot of Henry Cavill from the film or even a clip. It's like a CGI rendering of Henry Cavill, like you would put in like a, a PS3 cutscene. It looks horrific. So uh, we'll talk more about anyway, that. Anyway, sorry, yeah, Mike. We have to go on. Um, he gets knocked out in 2013, not knocked out unconscious, like knocked out of his speed dome thing. Because some big purple guy punches him out. A big purple guy punches him out. And he's like, oh, yay, mom, you're alive. Woohoo. And then he realizes that there's another him as well, a younger him, who is a bit infuriating. Uh, and then he realizes that, oh, no, Zod's arrived bad timing and oh no there's no metahumans apart from there is a batman uh so they go and find batman then they have to fight zod you find supergirl as well uh and we'll leave it there we'll get into the ending later first thing i want to say um barry puts a baby in a microwave yes that does happen first 10 minutes 10 minutes in around the, the 10 the minute first mark 10 15 minutes of this film are the worst Ever. No, I like the bit where he's in the shop ordering food. Oh, no, food. that's okay. Yeah, and he makes his cheese sandwich. And yeah, yeah, because a, a thing from the a, a, the Flash's uh, body is so fast in every okay, way. Okay, I'll, I'll come away from confused, uh, bad and say most confusing. Yes, yes, I agree. A big part of his character is uh, his metabolism is so fast that he has to eat pretty much constantly. Otherwise, he gets really low and feels faint and he basically can't run at super speed. It slows him down. So it opens with him like waiting for a sandwich, but this the man making it is incredibly slow and uh, just keeps chatting to him, which is quite funny. Yeah. And then he has to set off, and he's just about to set off, and like the the title kind of appears, but then a girl's like, "Oh my God, Flash!" and the title disappears, and he's like, "Oh, he's gonna eat that brownie or something." And she and then he looks away, and she throws him the brownie, hits him on the head. That's all quite funny. I liked all of that. Yep. Then he runs to Gotham, and it's awful immediately it took me out of the film. He's, he's running, he's crazy, he's janky, he looks worse than the telly show, The Flash. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that, I think as well. He obviously runs a lot in the film, but mm-hmm. this particular scene yeah. is so bad. I don't actually think it looks this bad again. No. But because it's so early on, yeah, like you really said, it jarred. really take, it takes you out of it straight away. What I don't understand is why he can't just be like a red blur. I don't understand why we have to see him move his arms. I would much rather it just be like a boom. Yeah. 
which they do do in some shots, and that looks fine. Yeah. Um, which is like an orange flash. Very, like, I get it, he's running. I don't think he's turning his like, knuckles or something. Running because also he's running is jarring. He yeah. really flails his arms about, which mm-hmm. I don't understand. Yes, he does, yeah. And his feet, like, it's like he's roller skating. Well, he runs like Phoebe in, in Friends. In Friends, yeah, he does. Yeah, um, but it's not like he's not doing like a light touch on his foot. It's his whole foot skids across the floor. I think that's supposed to be because, like, he's so fast. But, but it again, doesn't I look agree. like that. It looks yeah. like he's wearing roller skates to me. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't know how to run, although it's his superpower. Yeah. Like, he's, he's only just learning it. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, that really takes you out. That's probably four minutes in. Yes. And then a hospital's falling down, and there's a room full of babies that all fall out. On the very top floor. Um, and so he catches one in the microwave. But this, this so scene bizarre. really doesn't make sense, because... Firstly, the baby CGI is horrific. They look it awful. Is. It's terrible, yeah. And he, there's a, a supposedly funny bit when he breaks in the vending machine and he's, rather than saving the baby, he's just eating because he's low on fuel because he's not had his sandwich in the morning that he likes to have every morning. Mm-hmm. That's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. There's probably, what would you say, 10 babies that are falling out of this building? It's a, I would think the number of babies changes. I do. Oh, there's also yeah. a dog. There's a therapy there's a dog, dog as well, well and yeah. there's one nurse who one was, they were just locked the in the room. room. So they're yeah. all falling in slow motion, but because obviously he's so fast to be able to do it really quick. So he puts one baby in the in this microwave. <laughs> <laughs> and then with what the a crazy <laughs> sentence to say about a superhero film. It's unbelievable. He puts one baby in the microwave. But then there's like nine <laughs> other babies, a dog and an adult woman. And he lines up the, the microwave on like a stretcher a bed. Gurney, yeah. And then puts the other nine babies in a row on the stretcher bed. Mm-hmm. Puts the dog on top of the microwave and the <laughs> nurse over his shoulder. Yeah. And then it just kind of lands. Everyone lands fine. Yes. And he pulls pulls it away. The then the microwave dings. dings the baby And he done. takes this awful CGI <laughs> baby out. But, like, it doesn't make sense because they make some comment about it later that you can't move people quickly. Yeah, because So they have be to sick. put them in an object. Yeah. yeah so they're not sick. Later, yeah. Um, so it's like, okay, it was fine you put that baby in the microwave before. Then you think, oh, no, wait. No, what it's about not. The other there nine was nine babies, fucking yeah. more of them. And the dog and the... And, yeah, and the I woman agree. on his shoulder who... The woman why should have thrown up. Why wasn't it just a cupboard? Why, why put that scene the, in? Why do like, that? It, it was so jarring. that uh, It was I, awful. I could kind of feel like a bit of a gas from the whole thing. It was like, well, what? Yeah, the, yeah. Like... It uh, takes a lot for my dad to not like a superhero film. And I could feel him instantly this moment be like, what is this shit? It just feels like a really misjudged joke that has such dark it connotations. It wasn't funny at all, yeah. Um, but for the microwave to ding as well, it wasn't. Yeah, it just wasn't funny. What I will say about this film is several jokes did land. Like, yeah. Um, Ezra Miller's performance as older Barry, because as we mentioned before, there's two. So we'll just separate them as older Barry and younger, younger Barry. Barry. There's also never really explained what the actual age difference is. But, that is quite jarring uh, as well. Younger Barry, who is supposed to be about 18, 18 acts like he's 14. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's just actively annoying. Yeah. Um, but but then older the Barry thing. also is revealed to be a virgin. Yeah. Which isn't funny and it's just really jarring. Because like, oh, so whilst that hospital thing's going on, Batman's having a little fight scene, which I liked. I was like, it's nice to see just again Ben Affleck get to do something as Batman. Yeah. Because um, he's obviously probably not going to, well, it's not going to be the role anymore, but it's nice to see him get like a bit of a swan song fight yeah. scene. Yeah. Uh, and then Wonder Woman saves him with the lasso of truth and he starts going like, oh, I only do this because of my low self-esteem. So I was like, oh, that's another good joke. I like the lasso of truth jokes. That's funny. Yeah. And then Barry just randomly grabs it and he's like, I know sex exists, but I've never done it. 
that again like, when that I watched it, I don't know if you agree. Joke. The whole cinema like cringed. Yeah, because it's not funny. It's not yeah. like the Batman line did that proper tickled me. I was like, that's clever. That is that's funny. I like the last one. And then because there's just no reason for him to grab it. And then there's so many funny things for him to say. Like just the, it's very American Pie of like, oh, no sex exists, but I've never done it. Yeah, just to even phrase it that way was very. Yeah, it wasn't and he, funny. he's like, it's not like, say, if you made Tom Holland's Spider Man do that when he's supposed to be like seventeen or something, and you'd be like, uh, this is a bit like, oh, twenty-five or whatever. Like, come on. Yeah, come on. I got the impression he was about twenty-five, yeah, early twenties. Um, but no, so I like the Batfleck stuff. Yes, I like the Batfleck as well. Uh, he got a good Swan song. Uh. Cavill is like, oh, Cavill and uh, Cyborg. Don't know why I've said one actor name and one character name. Superman and Cyborg are the only two to not appear. They both appear in like photos of, you see like uh, Cyborg's legs in a picture room playing football and you see the back of Superman, CGI Superman as he puts out a volcano. Because again, there's like a thing of when Alfred rings him, say this hospital's falling down or whatever. He's like, oh, why didn't you ring Superman? He's like, oh, that was my first call, but he's busy. Like you wonder, oh, she's busy as well. And I was like, oh, I like that. And you said this as well. But what this film does better than any other DCU film is it makes it feel like an actual universe, probably for the first time. Yeah. Or it's like they did. I, I think some of the some of the inclusions are gratuitous. Like I don't think Wonder Woman needed to be in it. But no. I kind of get the thing of like they'll all come together to help each other out, and it'll just be like a they'll see each other for five minutes, and they'll be like, okay. Right separate now. way now, yeah, like, that's but all we need. on Wonder Woman, Mike? Yeah, yeah, I thought you'd bring it up at this point. I can't not bring it up. No, I know, I know, I know. Why is her ass out? Why do we see her? There's been this bum? weird thing where it her shirt awful. has got progressively shorter, and uh, we actually watched this separately, didn't we? You watched it with your dad, I watched it with a mate yeah. of mine, and at the, we both just went like, why is she a full ass? Like, what It's like a shot where you can just here? see yeah. her skirt is incredibly short, which, I mean... Whatever, okay. I don't, I don't love that anyway. It's got shorter as well. As it's the film got shorter, but there's a, there's never, a shot where like you can that. like intentionally see just up her skirt. Yeah, she's in the film for thirty very seconds. Very strange, very strange shot. And yeah, I just, I don't, I it's just don't needless. know why they would do that. It's very, needless. very needless. I thought we'd come away from all that now. We, there was, uh, there was actually a startling amount of nudity in this film, though. Yeah, the other Barry's naked on two separate occasions. Yeah, um, one of which made me laugh. One of which I thought was a bit pointless. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it for returning Justice League characters. Well, oh. I would say that's that's everything we've got up to. Then he gets back to the shop and has a sandwich. We like we like the shop. You know? Yeah, and he's like, "Was well, that fast enough for you?" Good yeah. joke to end the scene. Yeah, very mixed bag of that scene. That was ten though. minutes. Yeah, we're not just, yeah. just going to describe the whole film to you. Don't worry though. And the it. next ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, that's for me. It was the baby scene for me because it just was yeah. not funny. It what. what it wasn't funny. It didn't make sense to put one baby in the microwave. I'm going over the same I know, again, but I'm just very annoyed about it. Make there have, have to be consistent rules to follow. Well, the whole thing, like they never really bring up the food thing again. Like you'll steal the occasional yeah. hot dog, but um, that's that's pretty much it. And I like the food thing. He even had like a little thing on his wrist of like, oh, you yeah, really you low, need to eat. yeah, like a fuel tank, and I liked that, and I thought that's going to be really good if they keep that up. And yeah, it just, just lacked consistency, yeah. but, like, the whole film lacked consistency, but, again, with the babies, that lacked we need consistency to move on from in the, the same scene, You can't Mike. keep talking about the babies. It's in the we same have scene. To, right, we have to move on from the babies. I'm going to ban you from talking about the baby in the microwave. Baby in the microwave. You've been banned. <laughs> right, where do you want to go to next? I young would Barry? like to give a shout out to Young, not Young Barry, Young Young Barry. Oh, Flashback the kid. Barry, because I thought Flashback he was really Barry. good. And I actually thought yeah. um, 
the chemistry with well not the chemistry with the mum but like the relate you really felt there was yeah. a relationship there yeah and i think that was the emotional part of the film that should have been stronger but i think like performance wise um quite a lot of those scenes were, were genuinely really good and quite touching yeah i agree with that they were definitely um, a good bond my whole thing with this film is and again this would touch on that further i think this should be a flash sequel i don't think it should be this should be his introduction film yeah i think we should see him fight just like a standard villain and um, but you learn about this throughout it and then in this film he, something happens that he finally decides to do it yeah. because in this film it's just kind of like my dad's in jail uh well, he's not gonna get out and he's appeal again bruce is like don't go back in time and all of a sudden he's just like okay i'll do it yeah and i was kind of like what yeah because his dad's just like get on with your life and he's like no now i'm gonna go back and do it and i kind of get that like his his uh patience had gone and he was like no this man's innocent i have to get him out but i, I would have just liked something more of an actual like right this is why i'm doing this now this is why i think this is possible now like yeah um he, uh, let's talk about the fact that can we talk about the fact that we never find out who kills his mom in the whole film that's about yeah, the death of his mom to bring it up. crazy just a staggering decision so he go he only he goes back in time because in the flashback scene with good young little baby barry and mm-hmm. his mom she's making sauce that she makes every sunday mm-hmm. love it beautiful family vibes and she says to the dad oh i need another can of tomatoes and he's like oh duh, 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 whatever and he goes to the shop to get tomatoes and he comes back to the shop and she's been stabbed mm-hmm. and i like to imagine that actually no one killed her it's like in hot fuzz when they think of that old woman from the flower shop tripped and fell on her own shears she was <laughs> she was just dancing along to that song that she sings and she fell over and fell on the knife <laughs> so barry decides if he runs back in time he can't save his mom because that's too obvious yes but he can but he can make sure she gets the can of tomatoes because she does go shopping that morning yeah so he's gonna put an extra can of tomatoes in the shopping basket and he does do that yeah. and she's alive she's alive plans kind of work um but obviously there's young barry uh and the then drinking rules of this film would be for t- the word tomato yeah so young barry arrives and we realize that this is when uh that is the day that barry gets his powers so he's like, oh, young you, you need to get your powers as well. Which I never, I didn't quite understand. No, me neither. I didn't get why that mattered in this universe. No, he should have, if he, this was his plan to do the tomatoes, he should have ran back in time. He was trying to spend time with his mum, which I understand. But as soon as he saw young Barry, he should have ran back in time. Again. And he would never have realised it was the same day that he got his powers, and then it should have all happened naturally anyway. Yeah. I mean, probably wouldn't. Well, no, it wouldn't, because in his universe, he was going to be on a date with Iris instead, yeah. Which which led me to think, like, okay, I get it. This guy doesn't need powers. But then I think this was just to be like, because, again, he's a character who was introduced as, like, he's already a hero. People wanted to see his origin. Yeah. So he got it, and it was, like, the reverse thing of young Barry got the powers, but old Barry lost his powers, which, again, I didn't think added much. I didn't no, really get didn't. it. There was the one joke where he ran into a wall. Yeah. Um, And there was the, the bit where uh, young Barry runs, but... Because his clothes are normal clothes, he sat on fire, and he accidentally throws lightning at like the power, and he knocks all of City's power out. Um, which again, I think was supposed to be funny, but could have been much funnier. Uh, the yeah. joke that did make me laugh was when, because uh, Barry can phase through objects, like he moves his molecules so quickly that he can literally like bounce through a wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he, young Barry keeps doing this thing where Barry will kind of explain something, and young Barry just does it immediately. 
So he talks, so we're about phasing, and before I can even finish his sentence, Barry just phases through the floor. That that, that really that funny. tickled me. Yeah, that one really surprised. That one got me. Um, I will but say. Yeah, I agree. It didn't. It didn't add anything. Go that going back in time. Well, obviously the back in time part did, but the power part of it. Yeah, because you just know he's gonna get him back. You know, it's not gonna yeah. be like a, the Flash's first film and annoying young Flash does everything and he's just like, yeah. good work, go on. Yeah. Uh, that would have shaved a lot of time off. Yeah, and then like, film as well. yeah. So I just I didn't think that was necessary. I um, think this film's fallen into the trap as well of thinking a good superhero film has to be over two hours long, which isn't just isn't true. I do agree because I think if if you shave out just the him losing his powers thing, you do probably get it down under two hours, and that that for me just I really it, it didn't add anything. And then no, it didn't. you get the prolonged scene of him getting his powers back. They try an experiment and it doesn't work, but then Supergirl arrives and carries him up and he gets hit and hit by lightning, which I didn't understand why it works anyway, because I assumed it was the combination of chemicals and the lightning. Yeah. But then he tries it in Batman's thing, it doesn't work, and then she just like carries him up and he's just like, that was lucky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you just you get rid of that. Um, right, let's talk about Keaton. Yeah. Uh, I hate, I hate the, a person's not been a hero or doing anything for a while, they have to have really long hair and a huge beard. Yep. Why? Why? Because again, that doesn't add anything. No, it's it, a waste of like ten, fifteen minutes. Another thing that didn't add anything for Keaton, like, oh, in this universe, Gotham's nice. Why I've not been Batman in ages. Oh no, you shit at fighting now. No, I'm better than ever. Yeah. Just don't add it then. Just say that he still fights all the time. But because Gotham got nice, he's moved somewhere else to fight. That could be the funny joke. Like the joke is like they could go to his house in Gotham and he's not there, and then it's like, oh it no, he lives in yes. yeah. He yeah. lives in Metropolis or something. Like, he's just moved city, and that's the joke. You've already wrote a better film. Like. Well, it's just like, I don't understand the thing. Well, no, it is. Again, yeah. it, it wasn't... If it was funny, then it's fine, but it's not. Um, and, and again, it's just like, when did he cut his hair? Did he just do that off screen? He just yeah. went, he went to the barbers, he did it himself. Like, just needless. It needless. needless. Um, but all his stuff, his, his bat plane... His suits. The shot with just the bat plane so on the moon. Good. As the well. bat plane on the moon. The, do you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Everything's good. Um, I watched this in quite an empty cinema, so I felt his introduction as Batman was jarring, but you didn't, did you? I didn't know. Because we've already seen him, and we already know he's Batman. And then he walks out, and, and Barry already knows he's Batman as well, but apparently young Barry doesn't. And he's like, You, you are. And there's a long pause. And then he goes, Yeah. And there's a longer pause, and he goes, I'm Batman. You felt like it was a pause for applause. I you? think it was a pause for a clap, yeah. But he was in the trailer, which I didn't get. And he'd yeah, already that's... been in the film. We'd already seen him. Yeah. It was a shame that was... Again, like, there was just no need to make him this... There could have been a much cooler way to reintroduce Batman than just a long-haired, homeless-looking man. Abs- just removed all the previous scene when the yeah. spaghetti scene. That hole was there just so we could use spaghetti as a time kid. travel. That was yeah. just there for the spaghetti time travel metaphor. Yeah, which but they could have incorporated that anyway. Yeah, it could have been battery in spaghetti. Yeah, they could have phased into the Batcave. They could have been looking around for Batman and having a bowl of spaghetti. That yeah. would have been funnier. Uh, yeah, uh, it feels like they got the spaghetti idea, and then they're like, right, well, we need a spaghetti scene now. Uh, so Batman's Batman's got long hair, and he's cooking it, and then they have a I oh. Uh, well, One funny thing from that scene. To phase in, and Batman's in his full back suit, back game, eating spaghetti. That is funny. Watching YouTube and having spaghetti. That is funny. No, watching Just like a, five watching break. a crime video, like watching <laughs> a breakdown on Bane or something, but yeah. also eating spaghetti. That is that is funny with the cowl on. That's very funny. Watching a vlog. But also like maybe just a cowl, 
and the top half of his suit, but he's in his boxes as well. That oh, is funny. Oh, that would be so funny. That is very funny. And he's like, oh, well, well, Alfred died, so I, uh, I, I, I did. I wasn't expecting anyone. That is funny. Uh, I, I did like the joke. Another ten minutes there. I did like the joke in the back. Well, the one thing I liked about the when he looked homeless introduction was how he kept throwing things at uh, young Barry, but because he was fast and old Barry wasn't, young Barry would dodge them, and he kept just hitting old Barry in the face. Yeah, that that's was a good joke. Yeah, I like that. Um, and the in- entire Supergirl rescue scene, I think, is the best bit of the film by a mile. Yeah. Really, everything from, like you said, them getting out of the plane to just Batman blocking bullets with his cape and taking them all down. He finds Supergirl. Mm-hmm. They get out and they're like, Batman, what do we do? And he goes, we try not to die. And he pulls his fist down and she's there in the sky. Really cool. Yeah, it was uh, good. Some janky CG for her fight scenes again. Yes. Really janky. Um and just for Supergirl on the whole, um, big spoiler here, I don't understand why you would introduce that character j- just to kill her off and kind of have no hint that she's ever going to come back. Yeah. Because um, as well, a big spoiler, Batman dies as well. Yep. And it's Barry realises that this is an inevitable point in time, as indicated by the spaghetti. And, so, and the pen. That, and the pen. The Alfred pen. And the Alfred pen. Because apparently Alfred's inevitable. Which confused me because, like, I didn't think people could be inevitable. Like, oh, you also had a butler named Alfred. You also eat spaghetti on spaghetti's an inevitable occurrence. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit confused by that as well. Like, he always has to have the Al- an Alfred. Yeah. But anyway, Batman dying is a big fucking to do. Yeah. So we didn't need Supergirl to die as well. No, and uh, also like she didn't get a great fight scene. Like, no. she kind of goes toe-for-toe with Zod. And it looks like he's got him. And he just has the controls to his thing on his arm that anyone can activate, which made me laugh. Yeah. And then he just, he stabs her. And then, obviously, we keep going back to it. And the stabbings keep getting quicker. And it's kind of like, I don't know, you didn't really give us... She never felt as powerful as Superman. But no. she should. They have the exact same powers. So I didn't really... And she didn't use, like... She didn't really seem to use a freeze breath or a laser eyes a lot. It was just mostly flying and punching. Which is obviously cheaper to animate and... You could yeah. probably just use rendered models already, but it just felt like a waste of potential. Because, and again, they gave her like they give her a really weird art because she's obviously been tortured. But then they save her, and she's like, "That young Barry's like, oh, you know, we need you to help try and save humans." And she's like, "Why would I save humans?" And she flies off, and then she's well, yeah, like humans didn't just save her. Well, yeah, but she's probably met more bad ones than good well, ones at this true. point. Then she flies off to see Zod in the desert, a terribly, terribly animated CG desert. Um and and they're like, oh, you haven't brought me, you haven't brought me the person I'm looking for yet. And they just she they just start obliterating the humans. And she's looking at it like, hmm. And then she just flies back to the Batcave. She just lets that slaughter carry on going on. She flies back to the Batcave. She lets Barry get his powers. She lets Barry have a nap. She lets young Barry spray paint a suit. Yep. All this going on, slaughter going on, and then they arrive and they just lose anyway. And that whole world dies. Because yeah. it does, doesn't it? That world dies. Yeah. Zod wins. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the cameos? Yeah. The, so uh, they go back in time, and it turns out that the purple man who pushed him out of the time loop is actually young Barry, who just keeps running back in time to try and undo the inevitability of this world yeah, dying. Yeah, old Barry and he keeps getting a little bit stabbed more. Yeah, the Batman and uh, Supergirl have to die. The but whole world, world has, has to, to die. die yeah. And he, he accepts that and realises that mm-hmm. and which means but his young mom Barry 
has to die as well. Yeah, his mum has to die, yeah. Young Barry cannot accept it. Mm -hmm. So the Purple Puncher is... Good name. Good name for a villain. I like that. Thanks. It's just Barry, isn't it? Just Barry on on a loop. Young Barry, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Young Barry Um, on a loop. And so they they fuck it up so much that these other green snow globes crash in the the terrible CGI dome. Yeah. And we get just some very strange cameos. So we get... um, Superman and Supergirl from the 70s. Obviously, um, oh my God, what's his name? Christopher Reeve. Uh, dead. It's one of those things of bringing back people oh, in the CGI. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, he's died. Yeah, he died years ago. Oh, gosh. Um, so they bring him back, which is very morally questionable. I don't like that, personally. I, I, uh, I think you have the, if you have the family's blessing and that's fine but i personally don't think it should do it i don't think it's needed i think there's i, I think there think are examples needed. of it being done better than others like i personally i quite like the ending of the last ghostbusters where they brought uh yeah. harold ramis back but i do think i would probably rather no one do it than people use it if they're using it like this where it's just like a shot and it doesn't quite look right and you're like um because then they also mm-hmm. cut to another world and you see a mulleted Superman, and so straight away, I was like, oh my god, it's Nick Cage. They've got him in from his cancelled Superman project with the big long black mullet and everything, and then he turns around, and it's like a CGI Nicolas Cage. They obviously have not got Nicolas Cage in, they've just asked to use his likeness, and it, it's so jarring again. Because it's not like a cameo that I'm going like, to go, oh, that was mint, because it's not him. <laughs> it's yeah. just a weird CGI man. Uh, we got uh, a, an old Flash, a Golden Age Flash, and the actor he looks like has said... I don't remember giving anyone permission <gasps> to use me. Yeah. Teddy says that's a big thing. He's come out and said, yep, apparently I'm in it. Didn't know. No one contacted me. No one told no me. No way. Uh, was there one more? Do you think they can get away with that then because the CGI is so shit? It just really I think they could like probably it. say it's not you. It's just the general made to look like the character from that area. I think that's it. Wow. And obviously Adam West's Batman from the Batman 60s show is in it. But I think this is just weird because, like, why not? Just go to like Christian Bale and say, "Do you want to put the bat suit back on for one day?" Yeah. And get Christian Bale in it. Do you want to go to, um, you go to Nick Cage and say, "Do you want to put a Superman suit on for one day and wear a mullet and like just you know you'll make fans' days." Go to I don't know other like go to Stephen Amell from the Arrow TV show. Do you want to put your Green Arrow costume back on? Like, mm-hmm. there's just so many lazy. Yeah, l- lazy kind of like cheap thrills. It felt like like. Yeah, but they don't pay off. Do and they? Uno- yeah, inorganic cameos that add nothing to the story, like literally nothing. I can't really think of an example like it. I think especially since um, the Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield in and Tobey Maguire, yeah. films that are generally trying to d- They're achieve really that trying to get again. nostalgia, aren't they? Yeah, yeah but it, it doesn't work un- unless you're going to do it like Spider-Man did and do it pro- fucking properly. And you don't spoil it in the trailer. You don't be like, by the way, Michael Keaton's in this and then pause for so people can clap for Michael Keaton when he's in it. Like, we all knew that. He was marketed as the main man, basically. But yeah, but with that, going back to that scene as well, I didn't feel it the same way you did. But I did think when he was like, yes, I'm Batman, I was like, yeah, you've been on screen for 20 minutes. We're exactly, fully fucking yeah, aware exactly. of that. Um, like, okay, you've shaved your beard. Great. Yeah, like, Good Barry, you. you've been playing in the Batcave. You've like, been running around looking at how excited it is. You pe- picked up the bag of laughs, which was quite funny. But like, <laughs> yeah. you've been in the Batcave. What did you think? Yeah, silly. So, um, cameos, yeah, not didn't pay off for the me. The end fight, well, not the end fight, but the the big desert brawl. Um, awful CGI. Yeah. Awful, like 
the background, the running. I, I just I got I can't quite why put into words. Desert? Why would they be there? It's cheaper to animate than a city, hundred percent. But it, it just I get I get that. Oh, but in the in the film, it's a bit like. I think originally in Man of Steel, sorry, they maybe touched down in a desert, but very quickly moved to the city because the big machine they have to stop is in the city. Yeah. So yeah, I, don't I couldn't remember it properly, but I just saw it's weird. It's also weird because, like I said, they open up on fire in people in the desert. They open up fire on people in the desert. Like that first scene when Supergirl's there, and then they fly back and like wait a full night. So surely they would have killed everyone in the desert by then and would have moved on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't know, like. No, I don't. Um, I think that's the bit where I was like, oh, really lost me here because I must admit the prison break really gripped me. I was like, this is actually this is good. You know, this is this is a potential to be good, a ropey start, but I'm I'm in, I'm invested now. Um, again, going back to Barry's relationship with his mum. I do think the scene where he says goodbye to her is really good. Yeah. Ezra Miller's performance in that scene is is very good. The mum's performance, the kind of the thing of like, she, she knows like it's kind of recognises him, yeah. She mm. gets a look at him and she's like, you want a hug? And you get the sense of like, she knows as well as he knows. And mm. But then we come back like to the same problem. He's back in time. He moves the can of tomatoes to exonerate his dad. Which I, I liked. Exonerate. Yeah, I, I yeah. did like that as well. Yeah. But why didn't he just go peek around the corner at his house and see who murdered this fucking That mom? is the craziest thing for me. That His plan was never to try and see who actually did it. Yeah. Just like to he, like, just he's be got there his dad just, out. Yeah. That's great. Peek through a window. It, that is always been, that, that. that is so jarring that he would, yeah. he would do all this and be like, dad, you, 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 I know you didn't do it. But, but I'm, no, I'm not bothered yeah. at all about who did. Yeah, I do not the, care. the whole tomato thing was just the fucking overarching theme of the whole bastard film. But then... <laughs> What's, what was the theme of the fly? <laughs> Chopped tomatoes. Chopped bloody tomatoes. <laughs> only in the blue can, not the green can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The blue can was important. But, like, he wants to make his dad prove that his dad's innocent. Surely the best way to do that is to find, the actual find who the yeah. killer is. And 100%. then also get justice for you fucking murdered boys. 100%. That's so weird to me. That's so weird. I was kind of thinking, oh, we're going to have like a dark undertone. His dad actually did kill her. I thought... I was like, that'd be interesting. I thought it was going like, to be revealed when we... I thought young Barry had killed her. Ooh. To start the cycle. I see. Because Flash would never go back and like create him if his mum lived. So I thought he was going to... Then go back in time and kill her just and make it a loop. Jeez, that would have been dark. Well, yeah, I thought that, but I thought, like, that's the only way this is headed, where we could get an answer that's going to be satisfying. They can't just be like, oh, by the way, it was Jeff. <laughs> just be like, it was the neighbour Jeff. I wouldn't have mind if it was the neighbour Jeff. At least I would have known. Well, yeah, but you don't just want it to be just like, here's this guy. No, that would have been really interesting. If it was the neighbour Jeff. <laughs> yes, bloody Jeff, pesky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, if it was Flash. Yeah, that, ne- that never crossed my mind. It only really crossed my mind at the end when they watched the new tape and obviously got the fucking tomatoes and we saw it on the video and I just thought, mm. who did it then? Yeah, exactly. And then I was like, well, it has to be and the post-credit the film scene. Ended. And the and post-credit like, scene is terrible. You know, you kind of look around, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so three endings were filmed for this film. Did we find out the killer in any of them? No, 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 no. This is just the outside the courthouse scene. So uh, scene one was under, and each scene was brought about by a change in leadership at DC. So the uh-huh. original scene was he walks out. I think this is my favourite as well. He walks out and it's uh, Michael Keaton's Batman is the Batman in this universe and Supergirl's there as well. 
as in the two characters we introduced and made a pretty big deal of in this film haven't just died and turned to nothing. Yeah. They've been brought into this universe. Right, yeah. Spot on. Michael and if you were keeping mustn't have wanted to do more. No, no, no. That's the studio that changed it. This, these were all filmed. Yeah, these weren't just like ideas. So that for me, if you're keeping the DCEU going, is the one that makes the most sense. Yep. Ben Affleck's done with the role. He doesn't really want to do it anymore. Uh, Keaton gives you something different. And at least then Supergirl's in the universe. And you can maybe have her interact with. Uh, actual Superman. Don't think of the name Superman. Yeah. Then scene two was let's get some more recognisable faces in this. So they filmed the same scene, but they added Wonder Woman and Henry Cavill Superman. Okay. Um, so there's four of them or just those two? Four of them. <laughs> like a oh little Jesus. welcome party. I wonder if they're having, like, holding up a sign like, well done, Barry's dad. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and, then ending, and then James Gunn and Peter Safran came in and they were like, right, we don't want to uh, you know, give hope of a universe that we're not continuing. We're, we're not moving ahead with Gal Gadot and Henry Cavill, so that makes no sense. So then they went with, what if we just got George Clooney? Which, like, it, it, it doesn't work for me as a cameo because the inclination is, or the um, implication, that's the word, is that he's going to be Batman in the future, but we're just never going to see it. And so it's not like a fun cameo for me. It's kind of like a... Nothing. Yeah, because like, he's not... He's, his is probably the worst take on Batman in the cinema, in the, in the films. Like, he's probably the least renowned, mm-hmm. people's least favourite. So to bring him in, just have him in a suit, just looking like George Clooney, nothing, not even like dyed his hair dark like Bruce Wayne, and he's just like, "Hi, Barry, it's me, George Clooney." The end of the film. Barry says, "Who the fuck's this guy?" It's just a bit meh. It was a bit meh. It just like it's so underwhelming. At least if you're gonna bring him back and have that be the end scene, at least he should say, "Come and meet me in the Batcave," and he should be in a different bat suit. So he had a terrible bat suit with nipples on. So if he wears the bat suit with nipples at the end, you're like, "Okay, a good joke." You've, yeah. ended on a, you've ended on a funny, silly joke for a universe that's done. But instead of just being like, hi, Barry. Hello. Uh, well, for me, it was... Well, everything that you said, I would have loved to have seen uh, the nipple bat suit. No, oh, we'll watch it. We'll do a drink on commentary for it. It's terrible. It's awful. Yeah, I can imagine. But they've gone on and on in this film, as they do in all films of time travel, about how, why you can't do it and the implications mm-hmm. of it. Da, da, da. The spaghetti metaphor. The spaghetti metaphor. And... So obviously we're under the assumption that he's fixed it and blah blah, yep. but then he's not fixed it, has he? No. Because it's someone... something still off, so something's so gone something wrong. New, yeah, so I was so... like, well, what what is it then? We've not got a finished film. You've yeah, opened I, yeah. The kind of worms that I don't care about, but you still managed to piss me off at the end of the film. A can of tomato worms. You a might can say. of tomatoes <laughs> that are blue and green. I specifically only asked for one. It was so boring. <laughs> I can't remember which one. Blue. I think she wanted blue. I think she wanted green. Uh, well, we'll never know because I probably we'll won't. Never know because she got bloody murdered by someone we don't know, Mike. Someone bloody we, Jeff. By Jeff. Jeff Pesty the neighbor. Jeff. Jeff the neighbor. Because he wanted to. He was like, he, it was a robbery, and he went, <laughs> "Give me two cans of green tomatoes." Oh, I know you've got them. It's Sunday. I know you've got them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, think o- overall, besides the babies, that was the worst thing that we didn't find out. Oh, killed she her. broke the rules. She brought up the babies Couldn't again. Couldn't do it, Mike. I had to do it for comedy value. Uh, are we missing anything from this very, very in-depth review? Oh, uh, I'll mention the post-credits. I don't think you didn't stay for it, did you? No, I didn't. Uh, so we stay like, this has to be a sequel tease for who actually killed the mum. It has to be mentioned. It uh-huh. cannot just be a film about a death that is never, the murderer is never revealed. And it's just Barry and Aquaman. So Aquaman's still in this universe. 
leave a bar. So Jason Momoa. Yeah. And Jason Momoa is very drunk and he like falls into a puddle. And Barry's like, oh, don't you want to, you thought you were staying on my couch. And he's like, no, I'm fine here. And he's like, oh, but I need more beer. And he gives him a piece of Atlantean treasure. And Barry just leaves him in the puddle. Uh, it's it's terrible. So unfunny. Yeah. And it's, again, it's like, funny. I get the thing I was pissed of, off for a certain way to that. But I get James Gunn and Peter Safran saying, right, we're going to take this out because we don't want ties to this universe. But then why leave that? And I get that there's another Aquaman film coming out. But, like, why leave that in but we can't have a Henry Cavill shot? Because we know this universe is dead. So why do I feel like they all have really bad blood with Henry Cavill? I, I don't know. No, well, I don't, I, I don't know. You know what I mean, though? Yeah, very strange. Um, score out of ten. Uh, I think I'd give it a four. See, I'm torn because I can't remember what I gave Ant-Man the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Oh. I think it might be better than uh. Quantum Mania. So, if I gave, I think I gave Quantum Mania a five. So I'd probably give this a five point five. When did Quantum Mania come out? I'm gonna, uh, February, March, March. Are you checking what you gave it? I gave it a three. So I'm rating this lower than Ant Man. Wow. Wait. Oh, three out of five. That was very confusing. Which, yeah, I don't know if I agree with actually looking back. Yeah, no, I, yeah. That's a that's a day of review, that, isn't it? That's a day of score. You've great worked out when you're on a cinema high, yeah. Um, I wouldn't. Oh, would I recommend it? No, I absolutely wouldn't recommend it. Because my mum saw the trailer and she's like, oh, I love Michael Keaton's Batman. I can't believe he's back. I'm going to go watch that. And then she remember, like, how was it? And I was like, well, um, Michael Keaton, the Michael Keaton bit is good. Like, if that's all you're going for, she obviously doesn't follow the DC universe. Go and watch it, but yeah. it's it's the, the CGI alone. I, I, and then Andy Muschietti, the director, came out and was like, "Oh, well, that's it's intentionally looks like that because we wanted to put the audience in Barry's perspective of the Speed Force." Barry should have worn bloody glasses then. Yeah, he? like what? That doesn't make any. You can't just say like, "Oh, the bad CGI was a choice." We wanted we wanted you to all look at it and think that looks terrible. That's, is this a is this a video game? Like, it was hard to tell in those. Um, Scene who he was supposed to be. Yeah, I agree. You're looking at. Yeah, I had to really think about it, which again take it takes you out of the moment. Yeah, it's I think the there was a lot of bits that took me it out. It was of definitely it. this was the first time I thought for a DC film for a long time that there was somewhere in it there was a good film in it somewhere. Mm. And to be fair, with it everything wasn't what I watched at the cinema. Yeah, with everything but, that's gone on though, with um, DC Ezra Miller, all the changes, all the obviously Ezra Miller issues. The fact that it's even half good is a yeah. compliment to the writers and the directors and the, all the actors yeah, and everyone involved, the really. Yeah. yeah. The amount of change they've had to make, the, the years it's spent in development, hell, the number of directors and writers they've gone through just to get to this. I do think it's better than it had any right to be. Yeah. And like you said, I do think there is a really good film in there. I just wish James Gunn didn't lie to us all and say it was one of the best I agree. films he's ever seen. I agree. If I'd gone in with my Shazam Fury of the Gods expectations, which were like dog love, yeah. I would have gone out and gone, that was... That was good. Like, yeah. But instead of getting, like, Tom Cruise to come out and say, yeah, it's really good. It's going to save cinema like Maverick did. He didn't really say that, but he, apparently Tom Cruise loved it. Doubt that. Um, yeah, no. I, it, 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 so I'm excited for what Andy Machete will do for Batman because he just clearly loves Batman. Like, yeah. The Batman stuff on this is, is like chef's kiss. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but 
overall it is it's a missed opportunity it feels like and i think a lot of this yeah. is fixed if we know more about flash before we go in yeah um but i think my one of my big my second biggest peeve after not knowing who killed the mum is what you said with um young barry young young barry or medium barry uh, medium barry oh that he should that he should have killed her yeah a little bit mm. dark, just, um, isn't it, but... it is dark yeah but more so about just the, the whole power thing yeah. Taking that out would have solved a lot of the problems, which I didn't really realise at the time, but now you've said it, that's... It just didn't really add anything other than yeah, a didn't. couple of wall jokes. Yeah, it didn't. Um, there was one funny bit as well. This is our other segment, one other funny bit, where just after he lost his powers, he did like his little pose before he starts running, mm. but then he just ran in like quite slow circles around Yeah, the, that was that, funny. That tickled me. But also, like there were guards looking for him, and he was just squeaking around that room with his shoes like... Yeah, it was just strange because obviously some jokes landed and some mm. jokes really didn't land. It was I a, agree, he yeah. also made another comment that Young Barry oh. that the seat was really tight and it was hurting his dick. Yeah, it was. And it was really jarring. It was like he said it was like his dick was claustrophobic in there or something. Yeah. It was something along he said the lines. Dick a couple of he did times say when dick, it wasn't yeah. funny. It was a bit yeah. like I don't know. And old Barry weird. didn't like it because he's a virgin. Yeah. He never used his pecker. <laughs> he still calls it a pecker. That's why no one um, touched it. There is also, like, just a couple of bits where, like, when they're breaking into that lab to, and I get that this was written in, you know, you can't carry people at super speed, but I just didn't get why Barry didn't go in at su- places at super speed. Like, he could he not have gone in, tricked the guard somehow, gone in, made a noise in the other side of the building with super speed, distracted the guard, ran back for slow Barry. And then they just walk in together, don't have to sneak. Like, just a lot of bits where I was it like... Was misused. Def- his power was misused, for sure. Yeah. Like, they were like, oh, how are we going to get through or this door? Maybe. And it was like, well, fast Barry phase in. And then unlock it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, he just knew where the hatch to the Batcave was, which surprised me. Yeah. You know, when Batman's like, leave my house. And he's like, well, look here. That's where the Batcave is. And I was like, how do you know that? Your Bruce doesn't live in this house. Very confusing. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, we could go on and on. We could. We could. This has been... Oh, no. Yearly Awards. Hot seats. Hot seats. Hot seats. Will there be any changes? That is the question. Worst trailer. You have Expendables. No. I have Bird Box Barcelona. Stay you. the same? Yeah. Yep. Best trailer. You have Barbie. I have Spider-Verse. Still Barbie. Yeah. Uh, biggest disappointment. I have Mario. You have Luther. No, so is Expendables. Awesome. I agree. I agree. Uh, most pleasant surprise? No. Ooh. Worst sequel tease? We both went with Best X. Best X. Same. Yeah. Uh, strangest moment? I went for the Pete Davidson scene in Fast X. You've still got Megan singing Titanium. Ooh. Gotta be the baby in the microwave. It's gotta be the baby scene. It has to be baby in the microwave. I'm really glad Megan's out of there. I'm really glad I get to talk about the baby scene every week. I will be amazed if that anything beats a superhero putting a baby in a microwave. It's I don't even need to write the film. I can just write baby in microwave and it's not gonna be like, oh I which, want the whole baby scene. Which film was that? All this the year? babies upset me. <laughs> well especially also, the baby in the microwave the, the with the dog on top. Who were all fine. Where was the therapy we didn't see the therapy dog either. No. And then all no, of a sudden there was just a therapy the dog in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Did the babies need a therapy dog? Like what was who was he there for? Because there was no other human falling. Had the he nurse? just had a therapy dog just 
maybe he was a street dog, but he was clever. He was looking for Snapple food. So he sneaks on his therapy dog vest to get in the hospital and just like clear out the vending machines in the cafeteria and stuff. That's the best sequence so you can think of. I like that a lot, yeah. Uh, worst performance. I still have Shazam because uh, of how incredibly annoying he is. Uh, and you have uh, Dom Toretto. Dom Toretto was great. All about Shazam. <laughs> I want to get rid of it so you can't do your Dom Toretto voice every I'm week. I'm going to drive my car <laughs> off this dam. And it's, the car's going to be on fire, but we're going to be safe, son. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Dom Toretto talking to his child. Here every week. Uh, best performance. I still have James Norton from Happy Valley. You still have Star Lord, which I assume is Star Lord. <laughs> oh, darn it. No, we'll keep it. You don't want to put. Oh, also, crazy thing I can't believe I forgot to mention. Uh, the girl from Derry Girls is in The Flash. Oh, for no. one scene, com- well, two scenes, completely wasted. Doesn't have yeah. anything funny to do. Yeah. Well, what strange casting. Yeah. Oh, like, what a waste. Um, worst film, both have Luther the Fallen Son. Don't change, and we both have Spider Across the Spider Verse as our best film, and that rounds out another edition of Lord of Old Waffle. These come out every Tuesday. We're in a good habit at the minute. We're doing them. Doing good. We're, We're doing, doing good. Them. We hope and you're enjoying them. Wrinkle and commentaries come out every Thursday. This week's what will it be? Can't remember. I think it's Fast Nine. We say that a lot. It's never Fast Nine. I think this week it is Fast Nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Get in touch with Twitter. As us on Twitter. Uh, at Sweet, Sweet Films Alk, and let us know what you thought of the Flash. Uh, let us know. Uh, do you want to see more babies putting microwave in films? Hope oh. not. Hope not. Don't help yourself. Wind me up. Um, thank you for listening, and uh, goodbye. Bye. Tick dum.